Well, good morning. We're back in my home again, and I'm glad that you are inviting us into your home, and maybe you're sharing this time with some family members or extended family members, maybe even having a few friends over now, since there's a little, been a little bit of a reopening and, and there's, we can have a little bit uh, bigger crowd of people around us. Um, I'm so excited about uh, the future of what God is doing in our house. I'm excited about the day when we get to uh, be back together again, and I don't think it's gonna be too terribly long from now. Uh, but I'm super excited about <clears throat> us meeting together in house churches and sharing some time of community together. So I want to encourage you to uh, be a part of a house church and to get connected and and uh, spend some time with our church family as we just share and and our life and together sharing our life really with Christ together. And so it's it's been a beautiful thing. Over the last four weeks, I've been talking about reset, resetting some things in our life, and today I'm going to share with you about relaunching. As we finished up last week, I gave you some things to think about, rethink, reset, and refocus. Today, I'm going to really talk about, in that refocus part, we relaunch. And so I want, I want to talk about relaunching our personal life, and I want to make that clear because I, I, I don't want, I'm not talking about relaunch our businesses and relaunch all of those things or relaunch our city or relaunch our nation. I'm talking about how do I relaunch my personal life? How, what are some things that I've learned uh, and I've seen through this situation that has brought some light on some things that I feel like that I need to rethink about and reset in my life so that as I move forward, I serve the Lord in a greater capacity and that I, I walk in the Spirit in a greater capacity and I live a life of abundance in a greater capacity. And so those are the things I want to talk about today. As I had said in an earlier, uh, uh, when we were talking about this whole thing coming down like it did, you know, our economy was booming. People were uh, going to work and going on vacations, enjoying uh, family outings and sports was going on and all those things were happening. And then all of a sudden it was like you was riding in a car and somebody slammed on the brakes. And the next thing you know, your face was plastered against the windshield and, and everything looked different in a sudden. And just in a moment, everything began to look different. There are times in our life that Things happen in our life to, that, that changes our perspective. And again, I don't believe that God sent a, a virus or a pandemic to, to our, uh, us to, to reset us. But I believe that God is using this situation that's in our life and in our world right now, like He does many things that come in our life, to help us to, to reset and to rethink and to take a little inventory of what's going on in our life and what's priority and what's important. So... As we, as we go through these things today, I just want you to take a moment and say, I want to thank God for the season. I want to thank Him for um, His wisdom and, and how He downloads His wisdom in my life. But then I want to think about, hey, I want to take a minute and be wise and, and stop and, and look and evaluate and take some time. What have I learned in this in this time that we've been quarantined, in this downtime? What have I learned in this season of life um, we were talking just last night about how we remember the days when, when Sunday that everything was shut down and everything was closed down and, and, and people went to church on Sunday and people spent time with their family on Sunday. This generation did not experience that and this younger generation hadn't experienced that the day that at, at Saturday evening or night at 10 o'clock that, that, you know, 
things begin to shut down. And then you had about a 24-hour period or, or a little longer to Monday morning, early Monday morning, that things would reopen. And in, that, in those times, we would take a rest. We would take a break. We would re-examine. We would rethink. and We would plan uh, for our next week, and we would take time with family. But in the world that we live in today, nothing ever shuts down. It's 24-7, seven days a week, wide open, Walmart all the time, uh, you know, even restaurants staying open all the time. And we just live our life at such a fast pace that we don't slow down and think about what is the priority and what is best for our life. But we have been given this opportunity to reset. And now we're moving into a place where we get to relaunch our life. So we talked about reset how we think. Reset how we think. Reset our, our thinking. How do I think about things? How do, do I have the mind of Christ? Do I have a renewed mind? We talked about resetting our family, building on a foundation. That this, the most important thing in our life is that our foundation is strong. You can't build a house on a bad foundation. We talked about living from a place of contentment. I think this was one of my favorite messages in this series because we get so discontent with life. We just want more, 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 more. And whatever we have is never enough. And, and we made the statement that, you know what, when you're trying to escape something and you're trying to run and you think, I'm going to get a new house, a new car, and it's going to change my world, and then it doesn't. It doesn't change your world. Because if this doesn't change inside of me, if I don't have to live from a place of contentment, I am never going to understand that what God has put in my hands and what God has given me and, and look around me and be thankful and give thanks for it. Because it's really a spirit of gratitude. It's really saying, God, I'm thankful for what I have. I'm thankful for you in my life. And then the last week we talked about being steadfast, unmovable, even in a shaky world and even in a stormy world and things when life is going bad. And I told you last week that you know, after this pandemic is over which uh, and, and we reopen and life starts back, I guarantee you that there's going to be things in your life and things maybe even going on in your life right now that are more disturbing to you than actually this quarantine and this downtime. In life, we need to learn how to be faithful. We need to learn how to be steadfast and unmovable. But you know, we can get stuck in the reset part of our life and we can think about all of these things but never do anything about it. So today, we're going to talk about relaunching. And when I get a chance to reset, I have to be willing to make changes. Changes are, are needed in our life. We need, to, we need to evaluate and then we need to make some changes. And we're naturally tempted to go back to what it was before. Even though we became aware of things that needed to change, most people don't like change. They don't like to change. Even if they don't like what they're doing, they don't like the effort or the work that it takes to make the change. It takes discipline. It, first of all, it takes understanding and it takes the time to evaluate and then work through what are the things that need to change in my life. Then it takes the discipline to change them. And then it takes the moment for you and others around you to embrace the changes that are in your life. And sometimes we're caught up in what people think and what their concerns are more than what God thinks about us, or even sometimes even more than what we feel is right. And we are more concerned about being people pleasers than we are about being, being right before God and, and having changes in our life. And I want to encourage you today is, is not to be rude or to be ugly, but let's focus our attention on what does God want most in my life? What does God want to do most in my life? And then I want to uh, change my life by listening to the work of the Holy Spirit in my life and evaluating these changes in my life and then moving forward with relaunching my life so that my life is more fruitful and more productive and I live from a place of peace and joy and happiness and not just striving all the time to try to get through life. So uh, 
the hindsight, you know, we talk about hindsight and hindsight is 2020. And, and, and in this 2020, we may be getting a new vision for 2020. How many thought about, oh man, I got this great 2020 vision. You heard 2020 vision. And then all of a sudden, everything that we had this great 2020 vision about had come to an end. So maybe God wants us to take some little hindsight and looking back and give us more clarity about where he's taken us. Uh, hindsight's uh, described as this. In hindsight, things are obvious that were not obvious from the outset. Things become obvious. We, we bring into focus things in our life that was not obvious from the outset. So when we can see much clearer, then we have a new perspective of what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. One thing is for sure, I can't go back and undo what is behind me. I, I can't cry over the spilled milk, as the saying is. I, I can't go back, but I can look forward and make the adjustments necessary to accomplish what God has in my future. I need to look forward. I need to not spend my time dwelling in the past, but I need to say, okay, God, I learned from this situation or I learned from the past and I, I received what you showed me, Lord. Now, God, give me the wisdom and show me the things as I begin to look forward to what you have for me in the future. In Ephesians 5, verse 15, reading from the Passion Translation, says, so be very careful how you live, not being like those with no understanding, but living honorably with true wisdom, for we are living in evil times. Take full advantage of every day as you spend your life for His purpose. I'm going to read that again. Take full advantage of every day as you spend your life for His purpose. I want you to pay attention to the word spend your life, not just go through life, but spend your life for his purpose. And don't live foolishly, for then you will have discernment to fully understand God's will. Don't live foolishly, for then you will have discernment to fully understand God's will. Psalms uh, 90 and 12 says this, Help us to remember that our days are numbered, and help us to interpret our lives correctly. Set your wisdom deeply in our hearts so that we may accept your correction. Again, I want to read it one more time because I want you to get this. These scriptures are so powerful. Help us to remember that our days are numbered. Every single day of our life is numbered. The scripture says in one, one place that I think in Ecclesiastes, it says, you know, in every... And our life were seasons and there's a time for everything. And, and then it talks about we're like grass that we spring up and then we go away. Our days are numbered. Our days are numbered. So help us to interpret our lives correctly and set your wisdom, not my wisdom, not my thoughts, but set your wisdom deeply in our hearts so that we may accept your correction. When we hear the word correction, sometimes we, we don't really like to hear that word. But the truth is, as the scripture tells us, those who God loves, He disciplines or He corrects. He doesn't correct us to punish us so that we feel this awful, dreaded, push-away pain of a loving Father, but He corrects us so that He can bring, her, bring us closer to His heart and, and, and give us this wisdom and understanding that we need. I want to embrace correction or I want to embrace these things that God has showed me over the last few weeks and say, God, you know what? I, I want to be obedient to that and I want to do some changing. So I'm going to take advantage of every day and how I spend my life for His purpose.
The first question that comes to mind is, for what purpose are we living our lives? What purpose are we living our lives? Now, I understand this, and I've lived this way in my own life, that we often live just trying to survive and, and trying to get through life, and we try, we're going through struggles, and we're, we're working toward an end. And in that struggle, we oftentimes miss out on the goodness of God in our life because we're, we're, we're just trying to live our life, just get through life. God doesn't want us to live that way. He wants us to live purpose-centered around His will and, and His power and His anointing on our life. And so we, we, re, we, re, we set that and now we relaunch into what God is speaking for us for the new in our life and for the future of our life. So I want to get purpose-centered on what God has for me. And you will come to the end and, and, and one day and you will ask yourself, what was this life about? I don't want to get to the end of my life and then say, well, what did I live for? What, did I, what, what was the purpose of these days on earth? What did I, why am I here? What did I live for? Our life is simply a series of choices. And we get to get up every single day and every season of our life and we get to make choices. We get to make choices. Nobody's going to make me get up and, and evaluate what, came, what I've evaluated and what I saw and change. I get to make a choice. He's not holding a gun to my head. He's not, he's not you know, doing those things. He's given me the opportunity to, to reset and now to relaunch. And I get to make choices. So Ecclesiastes, I just mentioned to you a while ago, that says, uh, three and one for every for everything there is a season a time for every matter under the heavens so what do you do with the time that you have on this earth and how will you spend spend your days because once we have spent it it's spent and you never get it back so if you spend it, if you waste it, it's just like taking your money. And if you go and waste that money on something, you don't get that back. It's wasted. It's gone. I often tell my kids, you know, uh, around New Year's and around Fourth of July, that, Dad, let's go buy some fireworks. Let's go get some fireworks. And occasionally I break down and I go get a small amount of fireworks. But for me, I, I find it just really difficult to go buy a bunch of fireworks and then, and you know, 30 minutes later, I've blown up 200 or 300 or $500 in the air, and there's nothing to show for it but a, a yard to clean up. Oh, yeah, it was good for a moment. Ooh, wow, awesome, yeah. And then I look at my bank account, and I blew, actually blew it, that money, and there's nothing to show for it. How am I going to spend my life? How am I going to use my life? But there's other things that we invest that I look back and I think, hey, you know, invest your money in good things. Invest your money, invest your, and I'm talking about your physical money, invest your money in something that, that has a return on it. And when we invest in something that has a return on it or it grows our money, we feel like, hey, I've accomplished something. But now how do I spend my day? How do I spend my time? Am I investing in people's life? Am I investing in the kingdom of God? Am I investing in my family? Am I investing in the things that has a return? Or am, I, or am I spending my life on something that I want that just blows it all away? So I want to take the next few days of my life and I want to think of the next few years of my life and I want to say, how am I going to spend my days? My dad used to always tell me this. He used to say, son, save your pennies because they make dollars. Save your pennies because they make dollars. How I spend my days 
will develop in how my years look and how the next decade will look. And then I will leave a legacy for my children so that they will know how to spend their days. But if I waste my days, I will get no return. So as we look back and we see things from a different perspective, we take the time to evaluate our lives and what our priorities are because hindsight has given us 2020 a new vision. Hindsight has given this year, 2020, a brand new vision. So now we see that we are ready to move into our next and we put the past behind us. Philippians 3.12 says this, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I am pursuing, but I am running with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that, that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. I admit it. I admit that. The first thing I need to do is admit that I have not reached the full potential. I have not really reached the fullest of what God wants me to be. So I'm going to admit that. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm, not, I'm, living, I'm living half full, not completely full. And God, what is it that you want to do in my life that, that, that I reach the fullest potential? But I'm running with passion. I'm not, put, I'm not stepping back. I am pushing forward and I'm running with passion. I'm giving it everything I've got. I'm determined to reach the purpose that I'm called to reach. I'm determined. I'm passionate about it. And I'm going to reach that. With the help of the Holy Spirit, I'm discovering new things in my life. Things, the old things are passed away and all these things are becoming new. And Philippians 3 says this, and don't depend on my own strength to accomplish that. As I admit that I, I've not reached it, I'm also not saying that I can alone. I am saying that I'm not depending on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I have a compelling focus. Hindsight has brought me into a brand new focus for the year of 2020. And I've received a 2020 vision. It's clear now. I forgot the past and I fastened my heart on the future instead. I'm not, I'm not hung up on my hangups. I want to talk about that for just a second. Don't get stuck in your past mistakes and the things you've done wrong. Or don't get, even get stuck in your past victories. If you live only in your past, you'll, you'll celebrate your victories that you had past and never look for a new one. And if you, if you get hung up in your hangups, you'll stay there where you are and that will become your identity. I'm saying move past both your victories and your hangups and move forward to God's new victories. And, and as God heals our hearts, He moves us forward and we put the past behind us and we forget about it. I'm forgetting those things behind. And I'm running straight into divine inventions of reaching the heavenly goal. I'm, I got, God's given me new divine encounters with Him. It's given me new revelation. It's given me a new heart. It's given me a new passion. And I'm reaching a heavenly goal. God has given us new insight and discernment and understanding. And I'm gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. I have reset and now I'm relaunching into my next because my best is yet to come. I want to close with a few thoughts. And 2020 could be the very best year of your life. You say, how is that? Because you reset some things in your life and now you're relaunching into the greatest things that God has for you. A season where I was able to see from that different perspective, I thank God for it. I thank God for this season. Now I'm seeing from a different perspective. So how will I take advantage of every single day? 
Start your day with prayer and devotion. Get up in the morning and say, well, Pastor, I ain't got time to get up. I don't have time for that. You know what? We make time for the things that is priority in our life. We make time for the things that's most important in our life. And if you decide I'm going to make this a priority in my life, then the extra 30 minutes or an hour that you get up to spend with the Lord will be the multiplication in your life because he would give you downloads, he would give you understanding, he would give you wisdom, and he would direct your path because you start your day saying, God, not my will, but yours be done today. That's so good. And so, uh, by sp- and then saying, Lord, I'm going to spend time with you throughout the day. I've said this a bunch of times during this series. You know, Daniel was not afraid. The three Hebrew boys were not afraid. You know why? Because they already had connection with God. They wasn't scrambling for a connection with God when they got into a mess. They already had the connection with God. Throughout the day, my life is a day of prayer and devotion, and I'm spending my day wisely so that God can fulfill all the promises He has in my life. Surrender your plans to the Lord. Surrender your plans to the Lord. Don't just go through life making your own plans and then asking the Lord to bless the plans that you made. Surrender your plans. Ask the Lord for His plans. The Scripture tells us that God has a plan for our life, and we need to seek the Lord so that he, for His blueprints for our life. We don't want to build our house on a foundation that will crumble, but we want to build our foundation on the plan and the purpose that God had for us before the worlds were framed. And love your place of contentment. Come on, just be content. Be content in saying, God, you know what? I'm thankful every day. I believe the heart of gratitude is the, is the key that opens the door to everything supernatural in your future. When, you're, when you have a heart of gratitude, it unlocks things. It says, God, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for the cross. I'm so thankful for salvation. I'm so thankful because you love me. I'm so thankful, God, for all these things in my life. And God, I believe that you have a plan for my life. And so now my heart is willing to accept and receive what you have for me. And no striving and no worrying about tomorrow, but resting in the peace of God that only He can give. I want to tell you this morning, I feel like God is relaunching some greatness in our life. And if you will take the time to allow Him to speak into your life, hear His voice, God has some great things in store for you. So let's move out of this season as, as, as our nation and our cities begin to reopen. Is Let's move out of this season thinking about how do I stay in this place where I can hear God's voice and not go back to my busy life where I, I was distracted with things, but I'm relaunching into my future of what God has for me. Let me pray for you this morning. Father, we're just so thankful for those that are listening today. We're thankful for the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, God, that you're speaking to us all the time. I ask you, Lord Jesus, just to to come into the room right now or the car or wherever somebody is right now. I pray, God, for the Holy Spirit to be just to quicken their spirit. And I pray, God, that we will surrender our plans to you and say, God, just download my life with the blueprints of heaven that you have for me. And, and, And I pray, God, for those who have not asked the Lord to come into their life, that this would be a day that they would say, you know what, I want, I want to fully surrender my life to Christ. I want to give my life to you, Lord. 
And I want to walk in the goodness of God. And I want to walk in the greatness of God. And so I, not only do I repent of my past, but I invite the Holy Spirit to come into my life and to transform my life into everything that you created me for, God. And so, God, we love you. We thank you for your goodness and we thank you for your mercy. And we ask you, Lord, to come into our life and to, and, and, and to be, the, be the one, the architect, Lord, for the next chapter and those days to come. In Jesus' name, we pray. I just want to say to you this morning, if you're watching and you, and, and, and you want to connect with us, please do so. Uh, go to our website. You can log on there or go on the Facebook page and make a, a comment and or inbox us. We want to connect with you. God bless you. And I, I believe God has great things in store for your next. Mm -hmm.